If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day and Sonoma County residents celebrated last night. Sonoma County honored Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. with music, poetry, speeches and uh, student oratories, which is great. The annual Martin Luther King Jr. birthday celebration was celebrated with an audience of hundreds who tuned in online for this virtual event. The MLK Birthday Celebration Committee, a Sonoma County based group, first held the celebration in 1981. And organizers say that the event raises awareness about human rights issues by supporting organizations that showcase Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s ideals. Organizers will continue the celebration by holding Martin Luther King Jr. birthday celebration a day on, not a day off today, at Community Baptist Church in Santa Rosa today. Kind of got some bad news. There was one winning ticket for Friday's $1.35 billion Mega Millions drawing. Uh, The jackpot was the second largest in Mega Millions history. Now, the ticket was sold at Hometown Gas and Grill in Lebanon, Maine. Uh, Now, winter hasn't come forward. They're probably just trying to get all their affairs in order, but lottery officials say the lump sum payout will be $724.00. Seven hundred and twenty-four million dollars. Uh, so fourteen tickets spread throughout the United States won a million dollars. None of those were me. I did go and buy <laughs> tickets, and I did not win. Did you buy any tickets this time, Tanner? So there are. There's a person here in our office that pulls together money and buys a bunch of tickets from a bunch of employees, and I put five bucks in that. Ooh, maybe you won. <laughs> Maybe you want something. Uh, who knows? I doubt it. <laughs> I feel like I would have heard back from that person by now, but you never know. You never know. Amber, I know how much you love Dolly Parton, and you're going to be celebrating, well, at least she is this Thursday, because she's turning 77. And the Grand Ole Opry is celebrating with a multi-day event, which is going to run all weekend. There's going to be a larger-than-life 77th birthday card for fans to sign at the Ryman, and 77 hours of Dolly giveaways on Opry's social media, so make sure you follow them and of course more and the day after her birthday which again is this thursday dolly parton will join cbs mornings as a guest the only morning show in my life amber and tanner i listen all morning long froggy 92.9 don't touch my truck just something women like about a pickup man I'm thinking about getting a truck. Should I get one? Where do I start? So I've been thinking about it for the past couple of months and my girlfriend thinks that it would be a waste of money. And she actually sent me this extremely sarcastic video and it comes with the caption, this is my impression of a man who doesn't need a pickup truck. Well, I'm buying a pickup truck. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I, I needed it, I needed it. No, bro, I need the space. Like, I'm I'm doing with, like, wood all the time. I'm, like, constantly going to the lumberyard, coming back from the lumberyard, putting things together. It's like, I do that. <laughs> she says that's you. <laughs> yeah, I don't see you going to the lumberyard very often. But then again, I don't know what you do in your free time. Honestly, I do nothing of this sort. You don't go to the lumberyard. Never. Okay. I haven't been to the lumberyard probably since I was, like, 13 with my uncle. And uh, oh wow, thank you for those details. <laughs> of course, it's so the important necessary, stuff, right? <laughs> but it's you know, 
I want to do more projects. I want to build more things. And she's also told me like, we live in a small one bedroom apartment. What projects are you going to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's that nice and shiny thing where I'm like, I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I've always wanted an SUV and you know, I had to wait a little while. I, you know, I've saved up some money in college and I got my Nissan Xterra uh, my dad was like, now nah, you need a kayak. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll eventually buy a kayak, but I just bought a car, dad. Cause you know, I had the lifestyle. I had a dog. I was ready to go yeah. and you know, things like that. So, you know, and then I bought my crossover SUV that I have now. I mean, it's not as big and scary as the Xterra, but right. you know, sometimes you do need things to match your lifestyle. Yeah. And but- I, and I kind of want to upgrade my lifestyle a little bit because you know i drive a hyundai elantra just a normal car it is the biggest vehicle that i've ever driven but at the same time like i i can't really do anything with it (laughs) except for drive to san francisco or go on a long road trip and i understand that trucks you know don't have the best (laughs) gas mileage yeah but at the same time i'm like well i want to do things right here in sonoma county uh you know you gotta think it's your insurance is probably gonna go up. Oh yeah. Uh, your car payment is gonna go up. It's because you're. It's gonna be an expensive truck. Yeah. It's. I mean, I haven't looked at prices of trucks, but these are things you need to think about. And going into it, that I am blissfully ignoring <laughs> okay. at this part. So I appreciate hey, that a reality check. It, no, I know that you've already done it. You've already thought about it. Yeah. So you know, good luck. Thanks. I'm gonna Ho- need it. Hope it works out. <laughs> I'm thinking a Toyota Tacoma, you know, just a, a man can dream. But we reached out to you on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, getting some advice about someone buying a truck for the first time. Kenneth from Motor Park says Ford F-150 is the largest selling pickup truck for all time. He said, get the one with the V6 twin turbo with 10 speed automatic. It gets good mileage. I just want like a normal car, you know? I like how that sounds. That that was so many things. (laughs) Leah from Petaluma said, I've been driving a Toyota Tacoma for 20 years. I love it. It runs great. Not bad on gas. Seats five and a small bed that I can haul my chicken food uh, and the furniture whenever it's needed. I mean, do you haul chicken food, hay, and all that kind of stuff? I could. (laughs) I could. If someone needed you to? Yeah. I'm going to get a chicken coop in my apartment. Sorry, Iris. <laughs> well, Paul from Windsor says a, sh- a Chevy Silverado. He said he's had it for two years. He loves it. Zero problems. Only done the regular maintenance on it. Here we go. It's a brand new day. Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. So what's your favorite holiday to decorate for? One of my neighbors I saw left up their Halloween decorations. And it made me miss Halloween so much. They had orange lights. They had spiders. I mean, I hope they're okay. I hope they're still alive. (laughs) Either they're leaving their Halloween decorations up all year long or something's wrong over there. I mean, I totally understand where people are coming from because, you know, I love Christmas. I love having Christmas decorations up, and I wanted to keep my Christmas decorations up all year long. Right, and I totally understand how you feel, because in that moment, there was bliss. I was like, I miss Halloween, (laughs) and I got so depressed. I did. I was walking around. It was all gloomy and winter, and there was nothing fun happening. I was walking my dog in the rain. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally, and it kind of feels like October right now in Sonoma County anyway, so it makes you miss it that much more. I don't see I don't think it feels like October I feel like it 
feels like dead of winter. There's no like beautiful <laughs> leaves. There's no orange leaves like right. falling on the ground. It's just like everything is barren and gray. And I'm like, <laughs> boo! I want Halloween back. <laughs> so now you kind of understand where I'm coming from with my Christmas and holly jolly spirit. I suppose. <laughs> Except <laughs> Halloween, I'm like I'm dark and scary and spooky and evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you, it's fun to see it on other people's homes, but you don't necessarily want it in your own home. I don't know. I hated taking down my Halloween decorations. I was like, I guess I'll decorate for Christmas now. Uh." I mean, Amber, we're only 10 months away. (laughs) I say put them up. Well, I kind of see what you're doing. Like, you know, going to maybe decorate your tree for different holidays and things like that. Mm -hmm. Keeping the spirit alive for each holiday i don't know Val- do people decorate for valentine's day i don't really oh, do yeah. that yeah my mom definitely did growing up there the hearts be- everywhere yeah that in there she had little cupid cutouts that she'd put out and little <laughs> candies everywhere yeah we had a ton of fun doing that growing up see i got beef with valentine's day because it's a week after my birthday it just really oh, takes yeah. away it just really takes away from my day, you know? There's going to be uh, a new Valentine's Day Grinch, and that's going to be you. The anti-Cupid club. Well, I was curious how people felt, you know, what's your favorite holiday to decorate for? So we took a little poll on our Instagram, at Amber and Tanner in the morning. And 75% of us uh, love decorating for Christmas. That's their number one. And then after that, we've got Halloween at 17%. So that's good. Some people do like decorating for Halloween. And Thanksgiving is locked in at number three with 8%. And Valentine's Day, 0%. 0% of people said that's their favorite holiday to decorate for. But I'm surprised that people actually voted for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean... Maybe fall and festive, that's the theme they're going for. It's not like they have a turkey <laughs> tree or anything like that. I mean, I'm going to in my house. You know, I used to like, you know, drawing the little turkey with your fingers and hands in school. Yeah. That was good. Maybe <laughs> we've got some of those around. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What video game reminds you of your childhood? So I learned last week that there is a revamped version of the Oregon Trail, and Amber, I am so excited about it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, big time. Is it pixely? (laughs) It's a little pixely still. It doesn't look super realistic, and I'm happy for that because it still kind of looks like the old Oregon Trail. I mean, Amber, I used to sit at my hometown library for hours upon hours and do nothing but play the Oregon Trail. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I ever really played it that much. Oh, you would love it. It is so fun. I like how you know my personality. You're like, you're going to love dying in a wagon out in the Wild West. Or you never know. You might make it all the way to Oregon. Who knows? Who knows? You're right. So what I did, and this is going to make me sound a little nerdy. I'm like Oregon Trail's number one fan now, or at least for the moment. I actually invited a bunch of friends over and had an Oregon Trail party. Which I'm now realizing, you know, uh, probably wasn't the best idea because we argued for about three hours. Really? I didn't know that was a game you could play with multiple people. Well, it's more so that I played it on my TV in my living room and we all debated what to do along the Mm. trail. And uh, it did not go well. We made it to uh, the third tier, didn't even make it to Idaho. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So where are you traveling from when you're on the Oregon Trail? Uh, you start in a place called Independence, which is, I, I guess, somewhere in the south. You know, that's actually a really good question. I've never paid attention to where you actually are. I guess it's in in, in Pennsylvania or something. Maybe. I don't know. 
Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like New England area. Okay, apparently I lose my credibility for being the number one organ drill fan. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I've never played it. Uh, Stars were named Independence. Well, Amber, talking about video games here, what video game reminds you of your childhood? Oh my gosh, so many. It's funny, I was talking to Cole about these two I used to play uh, when I was a kid called Pajama Sam. Or Pajama Sam, however you want to say it, and Freddy the Fish. They were CD-ROM games. Do you Ooh, remember those? No. Okay, I, maybe I'm a little too old. Uh, but it was like this fish that used to solve mysteries. That's fun. Freddy the Fish. And Pajama Sam, too. He was just this little boy in pajamas that would solve solve cases. So if there was a breaking news story that said that it got revamped, would you be excited about it? I would. And yeah. I've actually gone back and played some of those games. They're way too easy <laughs> for me as a 31-year-old woman. But, you know, why not? Uh, getting some comments on our Facebook page talking about video games games that make us think of our childhood, here is what you said. Maisie Santa Rosa says, Tony Hawk Underground. That was a good one. Oh yeah. And Greg from Runner Park said, well, Pong was the first video game I ever played, but Asteroids reminds me of my youth. And 12 people agreed that the original Mario Brothers reminded them of their childhood. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. On Friday night, Britney Spears, we all know her, we all love her. Uh, she had what press, the press are calling, a bizarre meltdown, uh, which prompted her husband, Sam, to leave this restaurant abruptly. Now, eyewitness tell TMZ that she showed up to an LA restaurant called Joey with a bodyguard. Uh, Brittany was immediately recognized by the pack restaurant, so paparazzi showed up. Fans, non-fans were all there filming her, pulling out their cameras, and they were taking pictures of her and videoing her. Uh, so Brittany got a little upset, and things went south pretty quickly. Now witnesses say Brittany became, quote-unquote, manic, yelling and talking gibberish. So it looked like her husband, Sam, got visibly upset. He abruptly stood up and stormed out. Now, we don't know if he was upset at Brittany or, you know, the people in the restaurant being rude and filming them, but I think it was maybe a combo of both. Now, the video shows Brittany sitting alone and speaking incoherently. Two minutes later, witnesses say Brittany got up and left the restaurant with her bodyguard, who then returned back to the restaurant to pay the bill for them. Now, reps for Britney and Sam denied a request for comment, but the hashtag justice for Britney has begun trending all over Twitter and Instagram after this video went viral with a lot of her fans showing support, which is great. Um, one person commented, so Britney Spears can't cover her face to avoid a camera recording her like every other celebrity does without even being rude about it or saying anything. And people can just write in the news that she's having a manic episode. Now, in my point of view, it's very obvious Brittany hardly ever leaves her house. You can tell by all the things she posts on Instagram. You know, she's finally trying to have a nice out with her husband, and she's being filmed constantly. And it doesn't necessarily mean she's having a meltdown. She's uncomfortable. And the media has traumatized this poor woman so much over the years that she's she is panicking and she is sad. And, you know, it's bringing up a lot of things for her to have cameras and things like that shoved in her face. And I just think that, you know, people should treat her with some basic respect and decency. And I think I'd be pretty annoyed, too, if people were, you know, filming me and videotaping me while I'm trying to eat my food. So y'all leave poor Brittany alone. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP.
636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? So, the record for 2023. It's been... You know, I started hot, but Amber, you are coming back in a huge fashion. The record is 4-2 to two, I Am Up. I've been really focused lately. Just trying my best to use my brain. <laughs> You've been doing a phenomenal <sighs> job. It's hard. Uh, Well, you won on Friday, and today... Because we live in Sonoma County and we're known for our wine, it's the wine edition. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right, headline number one, wine floods vineyard. Headline number two, man exclusively drinks wine for three years. And here's headline number three, bar bans wine due to the aroma. Interesting. Uh, I think bar bans wine due to the aroma. Amber, that is not the headline in a haystack. Hmm. Um, Wine floods winery? That is the headline in a haystack. Yeah. Should have known. I love that song. (laughs) (laughs) So the New York Post says that 13,000 gallons of red wine recently flooded a winery over in Spain. One of the winery's tanks had a massive leak before the entire vineyard was under wine. And at one point, uh, the vino started covering tractors. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrifying. Now, if that happened in Sonoma County, I would probably find the winery and hop on all fours and start licking the ground. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were at least going to say get a straw or something. but <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Get down and dirty with it. Got it. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today is considered Blue Monday. Blue it's considered the most depressing day of the year. What? By scientists. So listen, it's it's so weird. It's based on this really strange formula. It's supposed to calculate how sad or depressing any given day might be. So it factors in things like bad weather, post-December stress, holiday debt, New Year's resolutions we've already failed at, and the fact that it's just a Monday in general. Wow. I mean, it it makes sense (laughs) why so many of us would be depressed today, because a lot of factors going in to that. I mean, do you feel a little less pep in your step today, or do you feel normal? Weirdly enough, I feel really good today. (laughs) Like, I know that sounds weird. Typically, Mondays are rough, but I had a rare weekend where I got to actually sleep a bunch, and I know today's Blue Monday, but I'm feeling great. Well, I don't. <laughs> I had I had the blues bad yesterday, and I was out walking my dog, and it was just rainy, and I was just staring out into the rain, and I was like, this is so depressing. I'm sorry to hear that. I, <laughs> like, I know, it's like... <laughs> So much so much of my mood depends on the weather. <laughs> yeah. We're looking forward to Sonoma County being uh, sunshine and rainbows once again. So now that you bring that up, researchers who came up with this same claim for Blues Monday also claim that the happiest day of the year is usually between mid to late June. 
I could see that. I can too, and usually that's when country summer is. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, country summer, sunshine, the weather is great, our church is going to be a country summer this year. Life is good. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people do suffer from uh, seasonal depression. Uh, I think that maybe there's some of those factors in that study. You know, and I just feel sad, so if you also suffer from, uh, you know, seasonal depression and things like that, we're, we're here for you, you know? Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello? Hi, is this Sasha? Yes, this is she. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of your works HR department. Okay. I understand Um, you bring your dog Gio to work every single day. I do. Yeah, they love him at the office. And you feel like that's appropriate for an office job? Well, I had asked my immediate manager and she said it was fine. So I thought so. Yeah. Sasha, I'm calling to inform you that is no longer fine. Um, what happened? Did someone complain or? Well, Geo has become quite a distraction in the workplace. On average, according to video surveillance, three workers stop and pet Geo an hour. I mean, he is he's a very cute boy, so that makes sense. But wow, so they you said on average? Yeah, so- on average. We have gone through hours of video surveillance, and your dog is quite annoying in the office. I'm just going to be frank with you. Well, I, I mean, I don't think that's really him being annoying. I think that's more of people just, uh, you know, they just want to pet a dog sometimes. But Well, you were talking about your manager earlier, and Natalie has actually informed me that your dog has a certain scent that's unpleasant. So, uh, sorry, say that again? Your dog stinks. <laughs> My- my dog, they, he st- my manager said he stinks. He smells bad. Smells like a rotten I, basket. That, I mean, that can't be right. My, I, I get my dog bathed like every two weeks. He's very clean. I'm sorry. Are, are you serious? So he your dog is annoying. It smells. And you are banned from bringing your dog into the office. And you're calling on behalf of HR? Yes. Is that... That's what they told you to tell me? That's correct. They've changed their policy and they don't want dogs in the office. You know, I I guess I understand. But um, did she really say that to you? She said he stinks? She absolutely did. And she said your dog should have some obedience training as well and called you a horrible pet mother. Are you serious? Which I, I have to agree. Are you? Hey, you don't even know my dog. You've never even met Gio. And that's not even true. He's very friendly. He might like jump a little when he meets people, but the, I'm. You, you, are you serious? Seri- sorry, I'm just. Are you serious right now? My, the manager said that. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. I I didn't even I didn't even know what to say to you. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7:55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. Do you know anyone who has broken something after their favorite team lost? The NFL playoffs started this past weekend and a lot of teams were eliminated, including my favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. They got their butts kicked by the 49ers and I got a bunch of texts and uh, I understand why because we live here in Sonoma County, home of the 49er faithful. Yeah, but you know, you got to root for your home team. You're from Washington State. Yeah. 
You got to root for the Seahawks, but that game was hard to watch. It definitely was. And I just want to say, by the way, even though I'm a Seahawks fan, I do like the 49ers. They're my second favorite team. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. And I got one text that said, did you throw a hammer through your TV? (laughs) Did you? I did not. Okay. I did not. I don't get angry like that when I watch sporting events, but I do know a lot of people that have my brother has punched holes in doors, and that's just something that's not really in my DNA. Yeah, it's it's that people are very passionate about sports. They are. And it's okay to be passionate. Let's just not destroy things. This is why we can't have nice things, party people. Amber, do you know anyone that gets way too mad or upset or emotionally invested at football games or any other sport? I mean, have you met my fiance? I sure he have. He's very passionate about the Georgia Bulldogs, but uh, he's never broke anything. Uh, he, he has been loud, but my friend's cousin went viral for throwing... Uh, an entire keg of beer into a TV. You're kidding. Yeah, and then he like kicked the door or something like that. I don't know. It was a viral video. Yeah. And she sent it to me. She said, this is my cousin. (laughs) And I said, oh no. Then you have that secondhand embarrassment. You know, there's so many viral videos of people throwing their TVs outside, people breaking their TVs. It's just wild to see. Uh, Sean from Clear Lake, uh, you're you have a story kind of like everybody else's. What did your uncle do? My uncle broke his whole foot. What happened was he apparently had placed money on it, and he got so angry, he kicked his toolbox and just shattered half of his Oof. foot. And then, like, decided he was angry at it more, so he kicked again with the same foot. Ah! Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Have you seen or ran into any major flooding in and around Sonoma County? Uh, Just a reminder, don't drown. Please turn around. Sonoma County remains under a flood watch until about midnight tonight. Uh, But I ran into something pretty scary, Tanner. I sent you a video over the weekend of this. Cole left some keys some very important work keys in his pocket on Friday night. So unfortunately, we had to wake up on Saturday morning and drive to Bodega Bay to return these keys. And I was terrified because he likes to take back roads. And I told him there's going to be some major flooding. I don't know if we're going to make it to Bodega Bay. And we were driving down Occidental Road-ish, that area. And we noticed that there there was some really high waters in the Santa Rosa Creek and the water was up to the road from the creek and it looked like we were driving through it. And that video that you sent me, I gasped looking at it. I was like, ooh, that must not be any fun driving near. It was terrifying. I've never encountered anything like that. And it looks like we're driving through it, but we're not. It's just right up next to our car. And I was like, Cole, (laughs) Cole, get away from the water. White knuckling it in the passenger seat. So terrifying. Um, But luckily we were safe. And it's funny because we were going that way on the way back home and they shut down the road. I said, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) That's really risking it. And, uh, you know, I haven't driven by much of the flooding. One, because I drive a Hyundai Elantra and I don't trust my car. But two, you know, I I live in Santa Rosa, have everything I need. So I haven't been able to go adventure in Sonoma County like I typically do. 
Yeah, it's not safe out there right now, I'm telling you. It's it's pretty intense. And again, we just want to remind you, don't drown, turn around. You don't know how deep the water is. It's hard to tell. I'm not familiar with these roads either, even though I've lived here for the better part of four years. Right. I just don't, I don't know, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. So in addition to it being Martin Luther King Jr. Day today, today is also International Hot and Spicy Food Day. Why is it spicy? Do you have a spicy food horror story? So I definitely do. And to me, I cannot handle anything that is spicy. Sometimes ketchup is spicy to me, (laughs) depending on the restaurant. (laughs) And uh, I'll never forget the spiciest food or sauce that I've ever had. I was in college, it was my freshman year living in the dorms, and this guy who was on the football team came by my dorm and said, hey, do you want a piece of pizza? And Amber, you know me, I don't turn down free food. I said, absolutely, thank you so much. (laughs) Took a bite, and it was, I, I started panting, I started sweating, and he had a bottle in his hand, showed it to me, and it was a hot sauce called Da Bomb. Where did he get this? This sounds cool. It is not cool. <laughs> I was the most ill I have ever it. been. I had to not go to class for two days because of the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to drink some milk. <laughs> I afterwards. tried. He needs everything. some milk. Uh, Amber, have you seen the show uh, Hot Ones on YouTube? I have, yeah. The bomb is one of the hottest ones on the show. It's like the last one before the last dab, or aka the hottest one. <laughs> You know, I I do love spicy food, but not to this extent where it's physically harming you. Have you ever had a bad experience where you couldn't handle the sauce? I had a bad experience because Cole decided to put ghost peppers on everything. It was like red pepper flakes, but with ghost peppers. And he put it on everything. Our friend Zach was over and Cole made pork chops, collards, and potatoes. And he put the ghost pepper anything. And I was like, Cole, was it necessary to put it in the potatoes? You didn't have to put it in everything. We have no relief. We have no relief. We were all sweating. It was hot. There was no AC. And we were in Georgia. It was the summer. We were all miserable. That sounds just pointless. I I mean, you raised such a good point. Why in the potatoes? uh, Anything. Potatoes should never be spicy, in my opinion. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sarah from Roner Park, what did you give your daughter that was insanely spicy? We were at the produce section, me and my daughter, and there was peppers. I was getting jalapeno, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I've never tried these orange peppers. I wonder what they taste like. So I gave it to her, and I was like, just pop it. They're supposed to be sweet. Let me know if they're like a green pepper. So she pops it, and she's eating it, and I noticed, like, the terror on her face because oh. I had handed her a habanero pepper. Oh, on demand on Froggy 92.9. Do you avoid movies and TV shows where the dog dies? And dogs could live forever. So this is a bit of a spoiler alert. So if you have not watched Firefly Lane, if you haven't finished the first season, it's on Netflix. Maybe just turn your radio down for a second. But again, I was watching Firefly Lane on Netflix and spoiler alert. A dog dies. Uh, And it left me in a state of despair. (laughs) It was so out of pocket and uncalled for. There was no, there was, it was not necessary, no reason at all to have this dog in this show and have it die. 
it was just for a dramatic effect. Like, didn't really have much to do with the storyline. No, none at all. It was just, it was cruel. <laughs> That's so unnecessary. It's like, you, you know what? We're just going to make a couple of people cry for no reason. It was terrible. I could not console myself. And I was just hugging my dog. I was like, ooh. It was bad. I mean, I, I'm one of those people that typically likes to avoid sad movies like that or sad TV shows, especially where an animal gets hurt. Mm -hmm. Like Bambi, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Could not handle Bambi. That was also slightly unnecessary. <laughs> it's supposed to teach children how to deal with death and things like that, but let's not. Have you seen Marley and Me? No, I refuse. You refuse? I, I'm telling you, it is such a beautiful movie. It's a good movie? It's a great movie. Because to me, you know, spoiler alert, you can't be mad about it because the movie came out forever ago. But Marley dies. And uh, the reason why I like and enjoy the movie so much is because it's not necessarily to focus on the death, but the journey of life that you had with this animal. That's... Very deep, Tanner. Sorry, I don't I mean to get deep rather. this early in so the morning. So obviously you don't avoid movies where the dog dies. No, I don't um, avoid movies where the dog dies or really any sad movies. I, weirdly enough, love a good sad movie. Uh, what? You like feeling sad? Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It's why I won't watch The Notebook. Everyone's like, it's so good. You got to watch it. Yeah. Like, no way. I'm not watching that. Like Everyone tells me it's sad. You have to watch it. Yeah. What? What do you mean? Because it's still really good. Yeah. Just because it's no. sad doesn't mean it's not good. Sometimes we got to get in our feels and feel the whole rainbow of emotions. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. <laughs> so we took a poll on Instagram. We asked, do you typically avoid TV shows and movies where the dog dies? 68% uh, of people will actually avoid a movie or a TV show if a dog dies. We're also getting a few messages on Facebook. Uh, we got one from Julie from Pengrove. She said, is there really any reason to kill the dog in movies? I just don't like to see animals hurt. I know the movies are fake, but... Kelsey from Santa Rosa said, does the dog die.com <laughs> tells you exactly what happens to any animal yeah. on screen and TV and movies. Also has a ton of other warnings for stuff somebody might want to avoid watching. Great website. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9.